Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Tonight, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor. We're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, tonight at 9, 8 central on CBS. Tonight, it's the CBS original comedy, The Neighborhood. I need at least a month to prepare for a debate, not six hours. Actually, it's four hours. <laughs> no, my watch is broken, too. With Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield, and guest star Wayne Brady. You gotta fund the schools or graduate fools. I stole all my lines. Look, don't worry, I got a plan. Okay, well, what is it? Okay, so I don't have a plan. A new episode of The Neighborhood. You're gonna have to give them a show. Tonight, 8, 7 central on CBS. We talked to a guy who knows a thing or two about playing in the NFL. He was a safety for the Atlanta Falcons. He spent 15 years in Major League Baseball roaming the outfields, and he's part of Braves Live on Fox Sports South. And also, as I found out, part of the Gwinnett Braves AAA broadcast, which is pretty darn cool. Brian Jordan is back with us on the Technicom Hotline. Brian, how you been, buddy? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. I just I'm curious. This is my own personal curiosity. You're working with another carry in the booth for the Gwinnett or you that was the plan anyway the Gwinnett Braves for at the AAA level what what's that all about man I think that's fascinating how many carries are there oh my goodness man uh yeah Tip uh who was with Braves uh on the Braves live uh show and uh his brother I worked with Gwinnett that was years back oh okay he's he's yeah he's working in texas now uh somebody needs to update a website then that was something i read this morning yeah somebody (laughs) needs to update that website it's been uh over 10 years since i worked with how about that brother okay well that's it then it's it's immaterial to this conversation but i had no idea there were more (laughs) carry broadcasters in the pipeline so anyway, hey, I'm just coming off a discussion in the previous segment about uh, the, the Fernando Tatis Jr. incident from two days ago. Brian, it seems that like just about everybody but Chris Mad Dog Russo is uh, is getting Fernando Tatis Jr.'s back on this. What do you think? I have his back, too. Uh, you know, this, this kid is a superstar, you know, and you're there to play baseball. And, uh, you know, at this point, we've seen so many comebacks you know, teams scoring seven runs, eight run comebacks late in the game. Uh, my thing is, if he missed the sign, you know, everybody does that. But a three-zero pitch base is loaded on a kid that has the power that he has. You know, we know today's game is about padding your stats. You know, it's, it's the next payday. And you got these kids with this analytics, you know, swinging for the fences. So, I'm not mad at him. I, you know, it's frustrating to see that the general manager and the manager who worked with Texas uh, beforehand, you know, got mad at him for doing that. And I just, I don't get it. I'm like, if if you're mad at him because you used to work for Texas, that's just not the way to go about things. I mean, go back to Texas. If, you, if, if you're now in San Diego and you're mad at a player for, for dogging out Texas and hitting that grand slam. So, you know, I'm with Mad Dog. I'm, I I like what I saw, man. Those guys in the big leagues are swinging the bat. 
They need to. And look, it, you've you've been around the game at a, at a much different level for a longer time than I have. But, you know, I've, I've been around this game for a lot of years. And I understand that, you know, some of these unwritten rules do make some sense, right? If a guy comes in too hard trying to break up a double play and get somebody hurt, he's going to wear one the next time he comes up. I get all that. You know, but in terms of right. the player's perspective on the unwritten rules, what do players talk about in the dugout as it pertains to the unwritten rules? For the fans out there that might not understand it. Well, you know, the unwritten rules are, are now – done with when analytics came to game and the game is getting younger uh to me there's no more unwritten rules because uh just an example uh that happened the other day with the braves will smith comes in the game he's warming up and soto walks almost behind the catcher while he's warming up trying to look at his pitches mm-hmm. and will smith stepped off the mound and told him to get out of there you know that's an unwritten rule you know, back in the day, if Roger Clemens see you walking that close to the dugout while he's warming up, he's going to throw at you <laughs> before the inning even starts. So it's kind of frustrating for me because I'm, I'm, that, I'm that player that played in the 80s and 90s where you respect the game of baseball. But today, it's off limits. I mean, these kids, uh, they're they hitting home runs and they're they taking their time. They're flipping the bats and there's no more unwritten rules anymore, and it's a shame that it's that way. The respect of the game is gone. So you you think that they need be, need to be reinstated? Is that what you're saying? Yes, it does. Okay, it does need to be reinstated. But you, how do you reinstate it? Because the commission has changed all the rules. If you hit a if you hit a guy, you're suspended for eight games in a sixty game season. That's unbelievable. <laughs> That is unbelievable. So now I guess the penalty is, is is a lot harsher. So, you know, players are scared to do anything, to retaliate. I hear you. Brian Jordan with us on the Technicom hotline. All right, so the Braves get the, the first uh, game of the series against the Nationals two nights ago. They drop one last night, 8-5, to five, and we get the series finale tonight at 7:10. Now obviously this series matters for divisional standings and whatnot, but I'm I'm more interested in what you think about this team over the next several weeks as they try to get Acuña back and Ozzy back and you know figure out how to put piece together a rotation in the absence of what they thought would be there. I mean, we've seen this team over, overcome some adversity already, Brian, but can they keep doing it? You know, it, it's getting tougher and tougher. Uh you know as well as I do, starting pitching wins and defense and Right now, the Braves start in rotations and shambles, and at some point you're gonna you're gonna overuse that bullpen, as we saw last night with a lead. Matzik, who's been great all season, he comes in and gives up four or five runs. You know he hasn't done that all season long, but when you overuse these guys, it's it's bound to happen. Uh, we have to find starting rotation. When you lose Soroka, and Fulton Average returns not. Throwing with a lot of velocity, uh, it's it's you know it's it's hard to deal with. And you know Newcomb, another disappointment coming into this season. You lose those guys, it's hard to replace. So so what's the answer? Is there an answer? Are you are you hoping Fulty can figure himself out with the taxi squad? Do you try to make a move? Is there an obvious answer to you? Well, it's hard to make a move in a sixty-game season. Right. Alex Anthopoulos is out there looking for every crack that he can find <laughs> to try to get a starter to help this rotation out, man. So it's 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 a wait-and-see situation. But, you know, all you can do is keep trying these young guys out and hope that 
somebody breaks through. Max Fried is the only reliable starter that the Braves have right now. I hear you. One more one more thought on the Braves, and I want to get your thoughts on some football. But I was talking to Chip Carey on the show a couple of days ago, and I was asking him about potential call-ups. Now, we know Nick Markakis had an exposure to COVID. He's going to be on the DL here for a couple of days. And so Christian Pache is going to get the call-up. What, what are we expecting from this young man? Because he's a hell of a prospect. Yeah, he came up last night. And or last night, so my apologies, play. yes. No, he, he did not play right. last night. But uh, according to Snick, I expect him to start today. This kid is... He has the ability. He has the Italian, uh, a talent. I think he's he's a, a cunha in the waiting. I want a young guy like that. And he has uh, Andrew Jones-type defensive skills in the outfield. And he's shown he has some power. And this guy can run. Uh, he has all the tools to be uh, the next great player. So it's going to be interesting how he handles his debut. All right, as we look ahead to the NFL season, you know a thing or two about suiting up in the National Football League. Are you optimistic they can pull this thing off and play a 16-game regular season? Yes, I'm optimistic. Uh, but, you know, owners are going to have to, uh, hey, no fans. You know, that's we we got to live in that bubble. We've seen the NBA be successful. Uh, so you got to try to keep these players as safe as possible. Uh, you know, in football, everybody's right next to each other. So if one person go down, you know, everybody could come up with COVID. So it, it's it's going to be difficult, but I, I think you can uh, with a lot of safety measures put in place. Uh, they're going to have to invent some mask that you can put over your face and, and not spread germs <laughs> so these guys can go out there and play football. But, you know, it would be really tough. It would be a tough blow to all the fans if we can't get the NFL in this year. I hear you. So, so what can can football take from baseball? Because it seemed like with the Marlins and the Cardinals there for about a week or two that things might be taking a disastrous turn. But then Rob Manfred, it seemed, put the fear of God in some people and said, "Figure this out, or we're done." Uh, what what can football take from baseball? Well, what they can take is is, is players being responsible. Yeah. Uh, as a team, you, you got to get everybody to buy in because we know. Some of the stories that we hear in the NFL and, and guys can't be selfish. They're going to have to really dedicate themselves, uh, be separated from family. Uh, I think that's the biggest mistake the, uh, that baseball made. You know, at home games, they're allowing, you know, players to go back home. And if some players have kids in school uh, that's getting exposed and you're going home to that. And I'm surprised that they didn't have, hotel stays both on the road and home for the players just to make sure that the game is safe. So I think they could actually improve the way they handled the situation. But uh, I expect some more cases down the line in Major League Baseball, to be honest. Brian, last thing. What is it about the University of Richmond that just keeps spitting out all these guys in sports? It's you and Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, and Todd McShay, and Will Healy here with the Charlotte 49. I mean, I could keep on going down the list. I think very quietly, people, a lot of people don't realize the University of Richmond, you spiders have created a pipeline to professional sports. We have caught a lot of people in our web, man. But uh, <laughs> it's a great program, especially academically. Uh, you know, I love the academics about it, but, you know, they have some pretty good teams. You know, but when I was there, basketball really dominated. They really the one year they made it to the Sweet 16, upset a lot of big clubs. And I had a lot of success there in football. And uh, the program continues to grow uh, to where they moved in other divisions. So, you know, I love that school, uh, and I definitely support it. 
Hey, appreciate your time, buddy. Have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care.